Hi, today is December 17th, 2023, and my name is Juni, and welcome to the Theta Game Podcast. I'm not a financial advisor, and nothing I say is financial advice. I'm literally just a normal retail trader, just like you. I'm not certified or a graduate of finance, just a regular trader that started on Wall Street Bets years ago. I've lost a lot of money and made some of it back and more after finding a system that worked for me. I share my trades, system, and experiences all for free learn from my mistakes and use my experiences to help you rebound after trading jnug one too many times you can view all my trades for free at theatergain.com slash juni no sign up no pop-ups no ads and you can email me any questions that i'll answer on the podcast at juni at theatergain.com lastly i stream on twitch every weekday at least an hour at 9 a.m pacific time come hang out Ask me questions, vent, or just chill. It's a positive environment where everyone is welcome at twitch.tv slash realthetagang. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Dude, okay, so this was the craziest, craziest uh, last, like, maybe like 10 minutes since I've been here with my parents. Um, so I just got here, unpacked. This is my second day, maybe. Um, and now I'm recording, and they're out at church right now, and I'm, I'm sort of recording this podcast because uh, I figured I can't really <clears throat> talk this loud when they're home because I don't want to be, like, rude. So... Um, when I'm recording this, or when I was recording this the first time, I, I my mic sounded so bad. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly just let you hear what it sounded like. It sounded like this, and I was trying to fix all my settings. I was like playing with the knob on my Yeti microphone. I was like, oh, is it the gain? Is my gain too high? And then I put this towel over my head. Here, hold on. Let me switch to the other input. So I got this towel on my head, and I was like man it's not changing anything like i thought maybe some of the reverb would stop uh and so i started tapping on my mic and i was like wait it's not registering me tapping the mic that's strange and so i i like looked at my webcam and i was like oh no don't tell me so i tapped on my webcam and i saw the audio move and i was like oh come on dude anyway so yeah i was using my webcam mic instead of my yeti mic um and uh, a crisis averted. Okay, up first we have the Twitch slash Juni 5K account updates. Uh, this last Friday I did not stream because I was driving on the way up to my parents where I'm recording the podcast now. If you can tell, the audio is just a little bit different. Um, but yeah, didn't stream on Friday, but the stream will resume as normal on Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, the account, which started on November 3rd, 2023, so that's like about like a month and a week, the account is up 16.14% um, off of 23 trades. In 23 trades, I have lost one time. Of course, I'm doing um, you know option plays that have a 70% probability of profit or higher, so while I am expected to do win more often than I lose, I would say that this is a bit abnormal. But I do have a few house edges that I believe help me 
uh, that I want to share with you right now, you know, because I don't want to gatekeep anything. Uh, I'd rather, you know, have the focus beyond like executing well and just like kind of like proving to you guys in real time if you're in the Twitch chat uh, what I'm all about. But what I've been help what's been helping the most is a mantra that has always sort of stuck by me. And when you fundamentally believe that the stock market will always go up or stocks go up or that the Fed will do whatever it can to keep the economy up, you know that the general direction of stocks is up. So what I've been doing uh, as a recent, and I have the data for this as well as I log out of my main account, log into the Juni 5K account, um, I have done a total of, let me see here, 22 put credit spreads and one short iron condor. I have not done a single purely bearish play. I haven't done a call credit spread. I haven't bought long puts. I haven't bought anything bearish. The most bearish I have gotten is doing a neutral play, which is a short iron condor, uh, and that's only one. My other 22 trades were put credit spreads, where I did 22 of them again, and I lost on one of them. And that was one of my earlier plays where I felt like I didn't receive enough premium to justify the play. If you'd like to see this loss, you can go to thetygang.com slash juni5k, or if you'd like to see my other wins, you can view them there as well. All my trades there on juni5k are free to look at, so you can go there anytime you'd like. Uh, especially if you don't have time to join me on the stream, you can just always go to juni5k on thetygang.com and see what I've been up to. And to wrap up this section for Twitch.tv and my Juni5k account, I'd like to just say that because the FOMC is looking like they're going to be cutting rates next year, uh, this is, of course, good for stocks. Um, we're still in the middle. I think we're in a Christmas rally or a Santa rally. Um, right now, I think my plan is to still stay true to just playing like bullish plays with put credit spreads and maybe the very rare short iron condor. But as of this moment, I have no plans on making any bearish trades or putting on any hedges. All right, let's get into the new ThetaGain.com website updates. Uh, just, uh, I guess, sharing a little bit of good news about traffic to the website. I, I don't think I've ever really shared uh, traffic information, uh, but this last weekend was the largest amount of traffic that has ever reached ThetaGain.com on a weekend. Uh, for those that don't know, or it might take, uh, for some of you as a surprise, some others not, um, ThetaGain.com doesn't receive a whole lot of traffic uh, over the weekend because most people only trade and really care about the stock market during the weekdays. I'm very much the same. I really only log on to thegain.com over the weekend to maybe like update my assignments if any of my trades get assigned and or you know keep my streak going. But besides that, uh, thegain.com, there's just a lot more people just casually looking at stuff uh, over the weekend. And this last weekend was the largest event ever. In the four years that I've ran ThetaGain.com, this was the busiest weekend. So I think of that as a higher low. And that's really, really cool to see. And thank you for everyone that does visit on the weekend. <laughs> but also just thank you to everyone that uses the platform and uh, helps it make it be a, a really cool place to share trades and get better. So while I was looking at sort of the analytics for ThetaGain.com, uh, I monitor them like every day. I, I, I look at the analytics every day. I see like where people are using the website the most. 
Um, and I'm starting to see there's just a lot more new people. And I'm getting a lot of great feedback in emails. I'm getting a lot of emails right now uh, talking about how I can improve certain parts of the platform. There's a lot of compliments. There's a lot of negative feedback. There's a lot of good feedback. There's a lot of wholesome stories. I'm just getting a lot of emails, and it, it feels so good. It feels great. It's good to see that people are caring enough to send an email in the first place. That's how I, that's how I view uh, at least negative feedback is like, wow, you care enough to go through the email system to send me this. This is great. Um, so, yeah, uh, worked on a few of the negative feedback and or just some of the feedback in general. And there were a lot of questions around items that I thought were obvious, but they are not obvious to a new user. And rightfully so. Because I've, you know, coded this from the bottom up and rewrote it like essentially four times because we're on the version four, it's very apparent to me of how everything works. But of course, um, and let me let me also say that there are a lot of other people that have also been here since version four. So the main power users have a lot of areas of the platform where they're very comfortable in but when there's newer people or aka like a record amount of traffic over the weekend there's not enough juni to handhold people uh to sort of get them in and start using the platform comfortably so i've spent some of this week and a lot of last week uh, putting in more tool tips and descriptions and more areas of the website so if you hover over things or maybe if you click on a checkbox there's gonna be a description of what it does um, and this is only the start. I think I still need a lot more in a lot more places, uh, but I thought this was a good sort of stepping stone into making sure that the first time user experience is really good. And lastly, my trade alerts inside the Discord just got an upgrade. I made them look a lot better. They are formatted a little bit cleaner. Um, and for those that don't know, yes, I have a Patreon where you can help support the website, podcast, and stream, and then you can get access to the private Discord where you can see my trade alerts as well as other patrons' trade alerts. And I'd say that this is probably the most transparent trading group you can ever be around. If you want to trade with peers that are more open to being wrong, and or correct but have like really good notes you can follow you can ask people for like sort of real um like feedback and questions where you know if you ask someone in the abyss maybe on like reddit or another discord you're gonna get a lot of opinion without data but i think what makes our discord unique is that we're trading with peers that are cool with like losing but learning as well um but we win. I'd say we win probably 80, 90% of the time, just like uh, normal data game strategies do. But we have the data. We all log our trades so you can see how each person is doing. If you are asking for advice from someone, you can feel good knowing that, hey, I'm looking at this person's profile, and yeah, they look legit. And I'm also able to ask them questions in real time inside Discord as well. It's a good feeling. I used to downplay uh, the sort of discord a lot because I wouldn't want people to get FOMO to like join in and whatnot but I think that's maybe counterintuitive so I'm gonna lean the other direction in 2024 I'm gonna say you know what this community is unique it's different it's it's what I personally like being a part of when I'm inside the finance space I don't like being around uh, gurus or people that think they know it all I want to be around people that are real I want to be around people that share their trades I want to see how you lose and I'll celebrate when you win 
but it's important to me that if I'm showing all my trades, you're gonna show yours too. So if you feel like you want to be part of that community, you can support me on patreon.com slash thetagang. It's really fun. We're doing a secret Santa right now. We've already drew names, so it's a little bit too late. I should have probably advertised this last week. Um, but if you join now, you can join for the next one next year. Uh, thank you so much, and we'll get on to the next section. Oakley dokley, neighbors. It's time for earnings. Um, <laughs> up next, we got Oracle, a database company. Uh, they barely beat on earnings per share, uh, and they reported lower revenue, which is never good for a... Is Oracle considered growth? Is it? I think it is. I mean, if they're trying to expand and create more infrastructure and whatnot, yeah, I consider Oracle growth. It, they've just been around for so long. I don't know how long you could be considered a growth company, but I, maybe that's just not a thing. Um, yeah, they reported lower revenue, or aka lower top line, so they just, in general, had a lower pace of making money. Um, and that's like excluding, um, you know, write-offs and uh, sort of costs of business. Uh, they traded down lower 12% the next day. And this is following Oracle's cloud growth slowing two quarters in a row. They are blaming it on infrastructure expansion times, aka building more servers, but investors are having trouble believing it. Uh, I think Oracle is... A very good example of what I would consider a stock that I know a good amount in. Like I know what they do. I believe I know how they make money, and I can read their financial sheet and have it make a lot of sense. But I won't trade it because I don't use it. You know, if I were to trade a database company, I would much rather trade MongoDB because they are easier to follow as a stock. I believe they're just a little bit less archaic in their like earnings messages. Or messaging and when it comes to mongodb i just use mongodb more often i i hardly use mongodb these days uh, but i used to love using it when i first started learning programming so it has a little soft spot a little nostalgia in it and you know it's not good to sort of tie up your emotions or feelings inside of stocks but it does help when you want to start holding on to stocks for longer periods of time nostalgia and like being able to use something and feel good about using it while owning it and being an investor is a really powerful tool for when the market is not as green as it is right now in 2022 a lot of people were being tested uh, on just how long they were willing to hold their shares and if they really did love the stock i'd say if you really do love a stock you're willing to hold it through something like 2022 if you sold something out of 2022 maybe you were doing some tax loss harvesting or some other thing then you know you be you do you to me i figured out hey you know what i don't actually really love paypal i had rose tinted glasses on they don't really have a moat i don't really like what they're doing right now financially and on paper i think they're doing okay but i feel like i was just burned on paypal for too long i my biggest loss in the last four years was 2022 i lost 17k on i believe like a 250k portfolio um and yeah most of that was from paypal um otherwise i would have actually ended up green in 2022 which would have been awesome but i didn't because i took too long to sell paypal rose tinted glasses on a little bit of nostalgia there because i paid for my first very first few like e-commerce items with paypal so you know i was like oh you know there's not going anywhere but it's really important to me now also going forward that companies are still relevant 
And while PayPal is very much relevant in a lot of people's lives, it's not relevant in mine. So therefore, there's just no reason to keep in my 2023 portfolio. Next up uh, for earnings, we have Adobe. Uh, They smashed on earnings per share and revenue, uh, but they guided down for the next year's revenue target. Very strong 2023 results, but guidance on revenue going into 2024 being light made Adobe trade down minus 6% the following day. A little bit of news on Adobe. Uh, They are trying to acquire Figma. If you're in the tech space, you know what Figma is. If you're not in the tech space, you think Figma is a play on Ligma. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I wonder if that went into the naming. Like, oh my God, what a name. Um, I'm sure it's like a play on figment of your imagination. I don't know. Um, So Figma uh, is a Photoshop slash Illustrator like tool that helps you design websites, but it's so much more streamlined and it feels a lot more sort of tailored to people that actually use it every day uh, for that sole purpose where Illustrator could be used to make like really cool um, like posters and you know all that fun stuff of, of like graphic design. But Figma really, really leans into just web design and having all these different integrations with all the other sort of tools that developers and UX designers already use. Uh, And Adobe notices that a lot of people are starting to move over or use Figma. So Adobe is now trying to acquire Figma, but there are some sort of antitrust laws going around where it it might be stopped, the acquisition, uh, but that's still TBD. Uh, I'm sure... If the Figma acquisition goes through, it's going to be a very good thing for Adobe. If it doesn't go through, it wouldn't be good. I don't know how, just how detrimental it would be for the stock for that particular day, but I would imagine that Figma would actually be a very, very ripe competitor uh, to Adobe. So we'll just see how that plays out. But for now, Adobe is trading down uh, minus 6% after earnings. Last but not least, we have Costco. I think Costco is absolutely in my top five going to 2024 in stocks that I will be trading. Uh, Costco beat on earnings per share and revenue, and same source sales came in lower than expected, but still grew. They missed about uh, half a percent. Uh, they mentioned they were happily surprised with the amount of foot traffic in stores and that customers are starting to buy discretionary items again. So that's good. Uh, they sold $100 million dollars worth of gold bars. I saw this as a headline. I thought this was very cool. Um, And that means that each bar costs $2,000. That's 50,000 gold bars sold. That is nuts. $100 million worth of gold bars sold. That's insane. Uh, On top of that, they had an amazing earnings report and Costco also announced a special dividend of $15 a share because of their massive performance this year which is a holy moly moment i have 50 shares of costco so i am more than happy about this announcement uh and costco chief financial officer has mentioned that it's been a bit longer than average since the last membership price increase but he mentions it because they want to provide the customer with extreme value and they don't see a need to raise membership rates yet costco is trading up five percent the next day following the earnings report Yeah, I mean, it's all green flags for Costco. Uh, I do really love that they don't want to raise the membership rates yet. It's like they almost have that in their back pocket in case of Costco ever starts going down or people start, you know, collecting profits or realizing profits on the stock. Um, Another cool thing is that special dividend. 
the special dividend of 15 bucks that's insane i've never been a shareholder of costco for a special dividend before i mean before the at least when the dividend was announced so this feels extra cool um and you know i originally started my costco position i believe i have the real data for this so i'm gonna actually use the real data let me see here when did i start my costco position for my main account because i have 50 shares right now but when did i start those 50 shares I started those 15 shares on November 13th, so about a month ago, and I bought 12 shares the first time, 13 shares the next time, 13 shares the next time, and then 12 shares the next time, about like a week in between each each time I bought. Um, yeah, I just noticed that if we're if we're going to have higher prices for going forward, I mean, it's getting me to sign up for a Costco membership again, and I hate going to Costco just because... Of the lines and whatnot but they're doing a better job of like having self-checkout at most locations which i'm excited to use and i think one of their um biggest sort of no-nos or red flags is the amount of shrinkage or people sort of like either stealing and or i mean stealing is already kind of hard for costco because they have bigger items so it's hard to do that um but it's also regular non-members using the self-checkout line which they have addressed and they're talking about you know having stricter uh checks in place uh, but besides that costco monster quarter they have the uh membership rate hike <laughs> membership subscription hike in the back of their pocket uh and that's good uh, maybe not so good for the consumer but they're so they're so in about like giving you the most amount of value or extreme value as the cfo says and i think that's just such a cool thing to say um, just as a business owner that you're not just out there for the money, but you want to make sure that pe- that your customers feel like they're getting a good deal. So we'll see where this goes. I'm going to up my shares of Costco from 50 to 100, probably in batches of like 13 and 12 shares like I'm currently doing right now. Um, and we'll go from there. Of course, you can see this. You can see me doing this live uh, at twitch.tv slash gang. I trade both my 5K account uh, which is called Juni 5K, and I trade my main account, which is slash Juni, uh, where in, inside of slash Juni is where I uh, buy my Costco shares. So if you want to check that out, it's thetagang.com slash Juni, or you can see me live at twitch.tv slash real thetagang. News this week, we had the FOMC on Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. On Wednesday, they reported that interest rates uh, will not be hiked up. Uh, They will not be raised. Uh, They will stay paused. And in fact, next year, we're looking at three interest rate cuts um, where we will be down 1% possibly by the end of 2024. If the projections stay correct from what I'm looking at the charts, it does say that we will be possibly at a 2.5% interest rate level by 2026, which again is about two years away or maybe three years away if you want to count like it's going to be at the end of 2026. Um, So we're going to be cutting rates possibly for the next three years. Of course, it's always based on the current situation and they'll always reevaluate data as it comes in, as Jay Powell always says. Um, but cutting rates is good for stocks because it makes bonds a little bit less attractive as the guaranteed payout is less. You start looking for more rewards somewhere else in exchange for a little bit more risk. And that's what stocks are for. Um, as money flows into stocks, we're going to see a lot of IRAs, 401ks, and maybe economy go up. People are going to be spending a little bit more money. 
uh, and just give a little bit more confidence in the market. But something that I'm not necessarily looking forward to is the possible uh, prices of houses going up. Uh, if interest rate levels are pretty high right now and the floor of the houses that you know I'm particularly looking at haven't quite dropped down to where I would be enticed to buy, then it means that I think the housing prices will only go up. You know, if interest rates are supposed to be getting cut for the next three years, then it's just going to be more and more demand or there's going to be more and more demand to buy houses uh, because it's going to be, you know, less committal for the mortgage uh, because interest rates, of, of course, dictate how much interest you pay on the mortgage. That being a huge factor in what home you can buy and what home you can afford. So we'll see. You know, I'm not in a rush particularly to buy a house anymore. I feel like that craze for me was very much in 2021, maybe like mid-2021, late 2021. And that sort of cooled down in 2022 after I got like outbid three times on three separate homes. So um, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where housing prices go. But for now... It does seem like it's go time. It does seem like we want to be cautious, cautiously optimistic, as I say, or cautiously bullish. Um, you know, it's. I would say you're playing against the market if you do play bearish plays going from here into at least the next FOMC meeting or at least the next CPI report. I don't know. I don't see a real huge reason the market would tank down, but of course I'm jinxing it as I say it. So if it does tank down, my bad. Um, but yeah, this is a good sign for stocks. Maybe a good sign if you're a homeowner, but less so if you're a home buyer. Uh, but I'm a fan. It gives me a good outlook into 2024 that I could be risk on. Uh, while I might not go all in on on the cash that I have or all in on the capital, that I feel I'll feel comfortable taking on an assignment. Maybe I'll write a little bit more um, time on my contracts. I'll be a, a little bit less sort of attached to being more liquid on shorter dated contracts. Uh, and I'm ex excited, even more excited, to talk about that live with you all at Twitch.tv/RealTheaterGang, where we trade, hang out, talk about my trades, talk about your trades in the morning. It's a fun time. But if you'd like to see the PDF and the diagrams and all that fancy data mumbo jumbo, uh, I'm going to leave the PDF in the show notes so you can go and click on it and you can view it yourself. What I like doing now these days, if I'm listening to our earnings call or if I'm learning or if I'm listening to FOMC, I like to actually follow along and try to make sense of what the financial data looks like. Uh, because while I might not understand most of it, I'm in a position now where I do want to start learning more and more about how to read these documents. And I think it's really been helping with my confidence in, in my plays as of recent. Like, for example, my cybersecurity plays, I've looked at Yahoo Finance as well as Ulta uh, as, and Costco. Like, I feel like I'm really, really getting better at justifying my longer term positions. And with these justifications, it's going to help me in case if we have another run of like 2022, for example. And to wrap it up. The FOMC has reported this week that there will be no rate hike with the possibility of three cuts, interest rate cuts, in the next year, 2024, uh, and then a possible cut of 1% per year up until 2026. And I'm going to leave you guys with this, uh, just because I have to cut today's episode short because my parents are coming home soon and we're going to go eat lunch. Um, but the trend is your friend. Um, you know, if you feel like you've traded this year because we're getting close to the end of the year so we're gonna get a little bit more reflective um if you're getting into the end of the year and you feel if you feeling like 
you don't know what you're doing. You know, I don't know if I'm supposed to be bullish on stuff. I don't know if I'm supposed to be bearish on stuff. I see that we're all time high on debt. Oh, Junie just talked about that the FOMC is not uh, raising rates. Maybe that's bullish. Um, you know, this earnings report says that this company is doing really well, but man, the stock just went down. If you are feeling like, wow, this is just too much for me. I have no idea what's going on. You need to take a pause and you need to come up with a plan. Okay, 2024 is coming up soon and we want to start 2024 right. Uh, number one, I think something that could help you out there is looking at uh, longer term graphs, uh, meaning like zoom out and just understand that the trend is your friend. If you zoom out all the way on SPY, you'll notice that it goes up and to the right. So something that can help you, and it's really boring, but it, it helps illustrate the, the point that I'm trying to make. If you zoom out of a graph uh, far enough, maybe the five-year or the all-time chart, and you notice it goes up and to the right, guess what sort of stock strategy uh, pays off the like probably with the most highest amounts of success it's just buying stocks it's buying stocks and holding them i mean you start to reflect on that and you start thinking okay if the stock goes up and to the right you know it depends on what stock you're looking at if you're looking at a penny stock or maybe some earnings report or some like really bad company maybe it goes like down and to the right but you say you're trading a blue chip stock with lots of volume, good open interest, and has lots of uh, lots of trade actions, so you're not losing on slippage, all this good stuff to go for it. If you start noticing, hey, if I buy contracts or if I buy calls, um, then it looks like if I buy them with a long enough period of time, there's a higher chance of me winning, and that's true. The probability of profit on longer dated options are just naturally higher because you have more time to be correct. Of course, the option is more expensive, but I think it's worth it. So if you've been sort of losing left and right, because I'm seeing a lot of lost posts on Wall Street Bets, which is a great thing, right? Like we like to be reality checked. It's good and it's very cool to see the occasional person win. Um, I'm, I'm always in there. I'm saying like, congrats. You know, I think I was on stream the other day. I went into Reddit, typed congrats and you know, it has a few upvotes. So that's cool. <laughs> um, but you know, when you're tired of losing to the whiplash of just like going back and forth, trying to figure out which direction the thing is going to go, pick one side, you know, and probably the side that has been winning for the last five, 10, 15 years when you're zooming out the graph. If you zoom out far enough and you notice, wow, this really long-term sort of um, trend is going up and to the right, then you're going to want to trade like it's going to go up and to the right. And that means maybe for the beginning of 2024, you just experiment you know, with just doing bullish plays. You just cut out all bearish plays in general and just do bullish plays. Or, you know what, maybe you're just saying, Junie, I'm tired of you just always pushing the bullish agenda. I'm going to do the opposite and I'm just going to do bearish plays because that's what makes me happy. Then you know what I say? You should just do bearish plays because you should ultimately be doing what makes you happy. But my point here is that you should just focus on one side. There is the added benefit of following the mantra of the trend is your friend if the Stock is always going up and to the right on the longer term graph. It's just going to work out for you better if you just stick to the bullish side. But 
I get it. We all watched Michael Burry's performance in The Big Short because <laughs> that's really him. Um, and we get inspired. We get inspired to do these sort of plays. Like, it's really hard to give off the sort of wrong impression, right? Like, I want to believe that bearish plays work, but here I am. I just started this 5K account a month ago, and 22 of the 23 trades that I played were bullish, you know? Um, and that's what I'm seeing that works for me on a small account. And I know most of my listeners are also on a small account. So I can't necessarily imagine that a lot of people that have bearish plays or exclusively bearish plays are doing well right now, right? Like I see it in my own data that I can infer that you're not going to be doing well if you played the other side. So just again, take it with a grain of salt, but also just know that this is a real trader just like you that's just playing one side because I just want to get good at one side before maybe I start exploring the other. If you feel like you've already gotten the bullish side down, the side that I'm trying to get better at right now, then cool. Feel free to experiment and whatnot. But if you're lacking direction and you just want a little bit of tidbit and a push in a direction where I wish that I had been told this earlier in my trading career, I would say stick to the trend being your friend and that helps when you look out at about the five-year or the all-time chart. Um, you know, it's easy to say, oh, just be bullish and it's going to go up and to the right. Don't worry about it. Of course, you're always going to get caught in any sort of wave down. But if you have enough time on your option, uh, the sort of rogue waves down or the like the little tiny blips that might happen during the week that go down will affect you less. Um, you know, if you if you have a weekly option and you get caught in a very we- small weekly dip, where if you just had bought in a call that lasted a month, you would have been fine. But because you bought the week, it didn't give enough chance for it to recover. So just think about that going to 2024. You know, especially if you've had a red year during 2023, I would highly suggest uh, revising your strategy. Um, I can't tell you necessarily what's wrong with it right now if you are red because you know this isn't a two-way conversation. Uh, but if you did want to talk about it, uh, I'm I'm all down. I'm all ears at twitch.tv slash real theta gang. Uh, you know, I'm, I never make fun of anyone losing money ever. I make it a huge uh, deal in my uh, Discord server. I make it a huge deal on the stream. Um, and, you know, I've had plenty of people email me about them blowing up. You know, I think it's really admirable that if you're going to be vulnerable, especially in a group of strangers, um, so that you can be a good example for others to learn from. I'll never make fun of you. I'll help you. I'll try to tell you like uh, what I would do different, uh, you know, so you have some inspiration on what you want to pick up going into 2024. I think it'd be just really good for just everyone to benefit from. So if you want to come by, it's twitch.tv slash real thinking. I know I pitched that a lot this stream, but I'm just really excited to stream tomorrow. That's for sure, because I didn't stream on Friday. Um, but yeah, besides that, um, the trend is your friend, uh, I think is the, one of the better sort of mantras for this podcast episode. And I'm excited to see you all tomorrow for the stream. If not, I'll see you guys all next week on the podcast. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye. This podcast, the website, and stream are all made possible because of my patrons at patreon.com slash thetagang. Signing up helps keep the services up and alive as well as pay my own personal bills like health insurance. 
I do the podcast, website, and stream full-time and is my primary source of income. I feel grateful to be able to do this full-time and my focus on providing uh, the best person... <laughs> The best service possible for free. The podcast, website, and stream are all free, and it'll stay that way. Signing up for Patreon does give you a few perks, though, so check it out again at patreon.com slash stadiagang if, if you're interested in helping support. Ooh, you know, this this took so many different takes. I'm just going to keep this one in here uh, because I do have to get going soon. Uh, and I'm going to read off my patrons' names here. Here we go. I'm in the database... And I am going to go look at roll contains patron. Boom. Okay. Um, give a very fancy shout out to my patrons here at Fancy Wolf, Los Pepes, Mods, Pasture Bedtime, Upstream Puddle, Seneca, Ensis88, EDC, Kevlar22, Nala, J Perkins86, Slow Motion, Rustier, The Jester, Grandpa95, Chicken Dinner, Kaput, K21, Butler, Sumatrix, Statistically Random, Turbo, Ricky, Maestro XC, Lord Skeletor, Major, Tackle Me Elmo, Avrilian, Danube9000, McFly, Mr. Integrity, Rooster, Bearded Savage, Caveman, Andy V, Arfman, Meh Meh Meh, Can't Make Money RL, and Maltman1856. Whew. Yeah, uh, first of all, I'm really glad that I got the mic situation uh, fixed because I was really debating on just not doing the podcast at all because that th- that sounded so bad earlier. And I thought I was going crazy. Like, I had the towel on my head. I was, like, thinking, like, man, there's still a lot of reverb with this towel over the mic. Yeah, it, it, that, that's just that's definitely just the highlight of my day. That's That's very typical for when I'm with my parents. Not very eventful, but... It's a good change of pace from SoCal. Um, anyway, there's a lot of cool stuff coming to the website. Um, lots of stuff changing, namely the front page. I know that a lot of people really love you know, the one with the new analytics, the bar charts, um, and all that good stuff. Uh, but that's going to change uh, quite a bit uh, for the better. And it will make more sense to you when it's out, but just as a little sneak peek, because you know this is the one percent section, um, you're gonna now be able to see all of your trades from the front page, um, and you're gonna be able to edit your profile from the front page. You're essentially going to be able to do everything that you do on the profile tab on the front page, which is a very very different sort of user experience that that has ever than that has ever been available. But I think this is going to be a just a generally good thing because it essentially means I can eliminate the profile tab on the left. You can definitely still go to your profile. Um, you can click on your sort of like nameplate uh, is what I call it or the user card and go to your profile. But having one less thing to click on the left-hand side is going to be better overall because... But as I'm building these features, I'm like, do I really have to create another item on the left-hand side uh, for another uh, navigation item? And, you know, I don't want there to be so many different tabs that it feels daunting. Um, But I'm working on it. I'm really trying to consolidate everything. Like the tracker, I think, also might become a patron-only feature. It's very, very niche. Like, you have to really know how to use it. And, you know, I don't necessarily enjoy having it be a public tool when there's just, when I know it could just be so much better. So I'm really contemplating for at the very least, the very least, making it like a patron a patron only thing for um, 
for like beta access where they where you know patrons can help me give like real-time feedback while it's like gated and not publicly used i think would put less pressure on me to make sure that's like at the utmost pristine uh condition it can be in where you know if i'm coding something for the patrons i make it uh patreon uh patron only um i can be really hacky with things i could be like hey check out the prototype see if it's like good see if it feels good and that and whatnot but I can't necessarily do that <laughs> and explain myself when I'm just pushing it out to production and having the public use it. So that is something that I'm exploring right now. Patrons are going to very soon be able to also have a profile picture um, where if you don't have, if you're not supporting on Patreon, you will not have a profile picture. So that that'll be a cool perk. Um, anything else? Uh, I think that's about it. Yeah, just the removal of the profile tab is something huge uh, that I'm working on. Um, so I'm excited to see how that is. And if you're wondering, you know, what, why I'm um, <laughs> sort of making the profile picture a patron patron only thing. Number one, um, patrons deserve the love. Like I, I don't necessarily spend a lot of my time building patron only stuff. Um, but I think I'm going to start leaning into that more in 2024 to start trying to entice more people to join. Um, so that, you know, that's just one thing I, I need to get this kind of going as we go into the new year. And, uh, number two, the reason is I trust my patrons to not have inappropriate profile pictures. There's just so much safeguarding. I feel like I would have to do if I let this be public and I don't want to necessarily, you know, go through anything political or anything necessarily bad <laughs> for letting people have their own profile pictures. I also don't like the um, the uh, the sort of landscape of FinTwit right now, where like boomers put like very inappropriate pictures of like women as their profile pictures for you know when they trade stocks and stuff i don't know it's just it's just what they do um and i think it's really weird uh so what i might end up doing is you know if you're a patron you can have any profile picture but maybe later down the road if you're not a patron and you still want to sort of um you know have a profile picture maybe i have like if you have x amount of trades or maybe if you receive enough likes or maybe if you leave a nice comment and I notice it, I let you sort of pick a default um, profile picture and allow, allow you to have a profile picture that way. I don't know. Something like that. Or maybe I let you choose a color for your circle. I, I don't know. But I think profile pictures will be a circle uh, next to your name on the cards where you see trades. But that's still TBD. Uh, I'm very much still building it, coding it, uh, sitting next to my mom on the reclining chair. Um it's a good time. I'm getting a lot of work done that I know I would have never done unless if I was here. Like I'm doing a lot of like refactoring, a lot of like tidying up of comments and code. So it feels good. It feels like spring cleaning slash winter cleaning, I guess, of the beta game code base. And it feels good. It feels like really I'm setting myself up for success for 2024 for the, the empire, for the empire, for the entire project. Um, so yeah, that's it for the podcast today i'll see everyone on the stream today or t oh my god i'm fumbling my words uh see everyone on the stream tomorrow on monday uh at 9 a.m pacific time at twitch.tv slash real theta gang or next week on the podcast thank you so much 
and I hope you enjoyed today's episode.